0: Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at nashfm1061.com, presented by crescentcitysports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicati's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville and Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus, New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and the Kenner Star.
1: And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of the All Access Show here on 106.1 FM, NASH ICOM. We're on the web at NASHFM1061.com. Tune in app available anywhere in the world for you to listen in via iHeart. You can also check us out via Alexa by telling her to play WRKN. You can also listen to our podcast immediately following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on More, click on Podcast, and you're there. Of course, you can email me, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com, or feel free to call the show at 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061 if you'd like to join in the conversation Later on in the show, we'll be joined by Christian Clark of The Advocate, who covers the Pelicans on a day-to-day basis for the latest on the team and the latest on Zion Williamson, which we'll get into in just a moment. But we'll also talk basketball with a good and great friend, a 12-time state championship coach, no one that can measure up to that. Of course, also a creator and director of the All-State Sugar Bowl National Prep Classic and a sometimes analyst for CrescentCitySports.com on our basketball webcasts. He is a good and great friend, Timmy Bird. Timmy, how are you? Hey, Ken. How you doing? Doing fine, thanks. Uh, we should tell people, too, that right now as we speak, we got a live uh, webcast of a playoff game going on at Crescent City Sports, which is the girls' game in Division I between St. Scholastica and dill It's a three-point game at the half. You can watch it live at CrescentCitySports.com, 14-11. To on top of St. Scholastica. Again, that game is live right now at CrestonCitySports.com. So the girls' playoffs well underway. Boys' regular season ends this week. Playoffs begin next week. Of course, the state soccer championships going on right now at Strawberry Stadium, and we'll update you on that. But we should tell you also that the Division I soccer championships have been moved from tomorrow night until Saturday because of the impending weather. So they switched it off until Saturday with the Division I championships, Division II going on Today's softball has started. We had our first softball report on CrescentCitySports.com this morning. Prep Baseball starts this coming week as well. So these are crazy times. And Timmy, is a guy that coached basketball and serves as an athletic director, you, you remember this. This was the busiest time of the year with all these different sports intersecting, right?
2: Yeah, everything converged in, in February because of baseball, softball. Then you got tracked. You know, you got soccer uh, state championships. You just got so much going on. It, it's just like February, March is just a a very busy time for high school athletics, and and then you got all the other stuff going on. You got March Madness fixing to happen. You got you got you know the 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 pro basketball. You you just coming off of uh, the Super Bowl. So right now is an exciting time if you're a sports enthusiast.
1: No doubt, of course, with basketball. Well- Want to get into, get your take on the Pelicans, but also on uh, college basketball, too, as well as high school basketball. But uh, we'll talk to Christian Clark later in the show about the Pelicans since he covers them every day. But today we get a report from Christian Clark that Zion Williamson may not be close to playing at all. In fact, he may need another surgery on his right foot. Nothing's been decided yet, but that's the latest on Williamson. I know you're a basketball aficionado, and I know you, you pay attention. What do you make of this whole situation hey, real, with Williamson?
2: Yeah, Ken, real simple for me. It's almost like, okay, you got a house, and you hadn't made your payment, and uh, you know the bank's coming to foreclose. You better sell that house before they foreclose. So uh, I think they need to uh, they need to unload Zion and get whatever they can uh, for him. And... Uh, and move on um i i don't think that that investment's going to pay off even if he comes back and, and and plays i think if you do the calculation he he's he's going to continue to get hurt just because of the way uh he's built and um you know once you start with those leg injuries they you, you usually don't overcome it if you're a big man
1: Yeah, we've seen the whole foot business before, and it's not been good uh, in the league over time. And clearly it's an issue with him. And obviously this latest report is just not encouraging at all. As far as the the team they have on the floor, I guess as you watch from afar and sometimes a little bit closer, you got to like what you see of Willie Green. It looks like he's a good young coach, a good communicator, and it looks like the players play hard for him every night.
2: You know, and, and, and I think that's the difference. I, I think the, the him compared to the last coaches, he's got his players playing hard. And really, at the end of the day, that's all you really can ask of a coach is is whether or not his players are going to play for him. And it seems like uh, his guys are giving a maximum effort. And it's just a matter of getting the right pieces in place and, and let him give him time to you know execute whatever his plan is and and I know he he's not in control of the pieces uh 100% but he does have input and if they can get the kind of guys that he wants to coach in in line well then you know they're going to be a fun organization to watch uh will they compete for uh, you know the, for the championship uh you know that remains to be seen it's not likely but uh you know, I, I think what you do at this point is you you get rid of Zion, try to bring in two or three pieces. Uh, they just showed that they can trade. You know, McCollum's a great player. I mean, they got they got a, they they got a guard that can be a difference maker. Now let let's put some some pieces around the guys that they have there currently and and have a respectable organization.
1: No, well, surely what you like about McCollum, he's a proven scorer. But he's a guy that can go get his own shot. And I think in the NBA, that's so important. You know, they have Brandon Ingram that can do that. But they've got a guy now that not only can get his own shot, but he's also a good to very good shooter from distance, which they just don't have enough of those guys. They're 27th in the league out of 30 teams in three-point field goal percentage. And they were terrible last night in that department, which is why they lost four for 24. So I think he checks a lot of boxes, don't you?
2: Well, here's the formula I think in the NBA. It's it's about getting the guys that can that can create their own shot beyond the three-point line and then getting the pieces in place that are going to play hard for you. If you can if you can master those two aspects of the pro game, then you're going to have a respectable team and you're going to have a chance to compete, you know, at the highest level. You know, if you don't have 3, 4 guys that can go get their own and, and can stretch the floor, well, then it doesn't matter what you have on the floor, you're not going to
1: win. Visiting with Jimmy Bird, uh, of course, the Pelicans' discussion. And mo- moving on to college basketball, uh, watching right now the SEC game that just started a few minutes ago, Georgia and LSU, from the Maravich Assembly Center. It's early on. Georgia's up 4-2 to on LSU. Uh, Tigers went into a slump, but that's because their point guard was missing. And I know how you think and how you feel about – Guard playing about orchestrators, if you don 't have your point guard uh, you, you you got real problems they didn 't have Xavier Pinson and they couldn 't win without him now he 's back they 've won two in a row makes all the difference in the world doesn 't it
2: yeah you, you know today it 's all about the point guard, and typically the best teams have three point guards on the floor if if your point guards hurts the guy that you run everything uh, through you 're not going to win <laughs> i don't care I, you, you're going to you 're going to beat inferior teams, but you 're not going to beat teams that that match you and talent, and uh, you're not going to beat. Obviously, you're not going to beat teams that are better than you. If you have a really good point guard that can execute what you want done as a coach, and you have a point guard that can create his own and also get others involved, well, then guess what? You can beat teams that are better than you. It, you know the, the game's not rocket science. It, it's it's about it's about putting the ball in the in the guys' hands that you trust and then trusting him to orchestrate your offense that you're trying to run. And, and that's what it's all about. It's about making sure that the guys you trust that can get the job done get the most touches. And if you don't have a point guard that can distribute the ball and run what you want, it doesn't matter what you got around the point. You're not going to win.
1: What do you see in LSU? I mean, do you see a similar team to what they always have? They're not no. a not a great three point shooting team. No, you know,
2: I, I I don't like. I don't. I shouldn't say that. I, here, here's what I think's different about LSU's team this year as opposed to last few years. I think they play really hard. I think they they uh, they they have length, and their length plays hard. So so they they. They create a problem for you on the defensive end. I, I think that they have a, some guys that can score the basketball. And, and I think the guy that got hurt was the guy that was making the difference on the team um, because he can score, he can get other people involved. And Pinson, um, I think their team this year probably is, is the best team he's had in the last several years. Um, But once Benson got hurt, they then were exposed and only had one or two options on the offensive end. And then, um, you know, if you take care of the basketball against a team that has a really good defensive team but is limited offensively, then it's going to be hard for LSU to win games, and I think that's what's happened. Um, I do think he's got a talented team that can make a run in the – in in the uh, in the tournament, but it's all going to be whether or not Pinson's
1: healthy. Well, wait. You you like him as a coach? You like what you've seen? Do you, you think he's etched in stone? Is he is he now past all the all the questions about the NCAA? Well, I,
2: I don't know about all that. You know, I you know because I've had a lot of players play for a lot of different college coaches. The word is, is he's not out of the uh, out of the woods and.
3: And, and the word
2: is, is they're going to come down on, him. but I, I think, I think the new rules probably help helps him. Uh, and the other question is how much teeth does the NCA really have? Um, supposedly they're, they're going to come down on him and they're going to come down on LSU. Um, I like Will Wade is, as, is, as, is as a person. I, I think he's a nice guy. You know, I did have a guy that played for him at VCU and Malik Crowfield, um, but I, I don't know about the things we don't know. You know, I, I don't know about, you know, some of the comments that they recorded him, uh, they had him on recorder about. I, I have talked to several uh, college coaches that don't have a high opinion of him just because uh, they they claim to, to think that he's not doing it the right way. Now, that's their opinion. I don't have uh, proof one way or the other. Uh, but but I don't think LSU's in, in the clear at this moment.
1: Turning our attention to Tulane. They're 12-11 overall, but 9-5 in the American Athletic Conference. So better in conference play. Got a win last night. And it's all about Jalen Forbes and Jalen Cook. These are two guys that have, have been their one-two punch all season long. Uh, for Ron Hunter, of course, you're very familiar with Cook, I know, uh, from having seen him play at Walker High School.
2: Well, Jalen Cook almost came and play came to Riverside in the eighth grade, and I knew Jalen Cook. You know, Jalen Cook was scoring forty points in the in the eighth grade, and and I've always been a fan of of Jalen Cook. In fact, um, right before he right before Jalen committed to to LSU, I, I had I had put the Baylor coaches on to him, and I and I put them on to him not because he he was. You know, a top thirty talent. I put him on to him because I truly believe: number one, he was a winner; number two, he's a great kid; and number three, I think you can win games with him, and and he's proven that uh, at Tulane. I'm I'm a big fan, and and I think the best thing that Hunter has done in his program was signing that kid. If if you don't have him on your team, you you don't have a winning record in in the uh, in the in the conference.
1: So many people put a focus on high school players in terms of recruiting in college basketball previously, but with the one-and-done rule, it's now really kind of free-form guitar in the sense that it's all about the here and now. It's not about two years or three years from now, right?
2: Well, I, I think in most programs that's the case. I think if you do it the right way and the kids are are happy where they're at, I think they'll stay. The majority of them, though, are going to you know, if they're not happy, they're going to leave. And so you have to it's – almost, it's, it's almost similar to the way the pro game is now. You know, the, the, it's almost like a free agency, and now you can go get kids. And, and it's hurt the high school recruiting uh, drastically. I, I think now what has to happen is I think a kid that might have been a low D1 uh, now maybe having to go Division two. And then you you try to have a good freshman sophomore year, and then get picked up by someone in the Division One ranks. Uh, the game has changed drastically. I think uh, I think one of the things that's happened is is Baylor proved the last two years that if you have an older team that that's guard dominated, that's going to play defense is going to be right there at the top, and. The question is, can you get those guys that you have for one year, can you get them to buy into the defensive end? And I think a prime example of that is Texas. You know, Texas has got a really talented team. I think they have eight, nine, ten guys that that are first-year transfers and is great of a uh, defensive coach. As as they have has not been able to get his guys completely to buy in on the defense end, and uh, so I don't know if in this era I don't know if you can if you can win a championship with that many transfers transferring to your school. I think you can be successful and win games. I'm not sure you can win a, a championship.
1: Visiting with Jimmy Bird, talking basketball. We'll get into high school in then in just a minute or two. But in terms of University of New Orleans, they're having a very good year. Fifteen and nine. They're eight and one and leading the Southland Conference. And Mark Schlesinger has, has done a good job. They've done it with two seasoned four-year senior players and Derek Saint-Hilaire, who's probably the player of the year in that conference and has won all kinds of awards already this year. and and Troy Green, who's one of the leading scorers now in school history. So when you have two seniors that are your best players and have been in your program that long, that's usually going to bode well, and that's what's happened with UNO.
2: Yeah, I, I you know, Troy Green, I I'm, I love Troy Green. Another kid that when he was in eighth grade, you know, we tried to get him at Riverside. His mom, his mom was opposed to Riverside, just would not let him go just because she didn't like the school. Um, but great, hard-nosed. Talented uh, kid that is now what a fifth year senior. I think he's a fifth yes. year senior. That's correct. Um, you know he, he's he's ex- what six four. Um, mm-hmm. You know, been playing five years. He that's the reason why they're winning. You know, he's a kid that stayed at Uno under recruited. You know, they, they said he didn't fit a position at the time. You know, he was a six four four man, and. Um, where where all these other coaches made the mistake is just because you're a four or five man in high school doesn't mean you're a four or five man in college, and uh, I think the successful coaches recognize that some of these six four six five guys can actually play the point or the two if they're given the chance to do it. But what he does is he brings a warrior mentality, and the only reason you and as successful as they are, is because they got three. They got three dudes that will just rip your head off. And Hemby and, and Green is is obviously yep. my favorite.
1: And then of course, when you look at the NAIA level, Xavier's always good. Uh, they're having another good season. They've been in the top twenty-five all season long on the NAI level. That's just a consistently good program. Eighteen and five. Uh, nine and four in, in their conference play thus far this year, and, and they've done it again with with a g- degree of balance. When you look at what they've been able to do this year, so again, but that's a program that really kind of does this every year. Uh, they've been doing this. I mean, as long as I've been around, I mean, it's been that type of program. They're always winning 20 games. Uh, they're typically always getting in in the NAI National Tournament. They have a really good facility. And the convocation center there. That certainly helps as well. And when you look at what they've been able to do this year, they've you know, they've gotten it done with some some pretty balanced scoring overall and guys that have just done a, a good job. I mean it's not a star studded team, but Ray Sean Mart's averaging eighteen a game, uh, you know, and you know, Micaiah Richard's averaging sixteen point three a game. So two guys that are putting it up, but that's really what you expect from Xavier every year.
2: Yeah, Louisiana kids. You know, uh, Lucas Martin's a prime example that played for me that went there. winner. You know, if you're going to describe Lucas Martin, winner. But you know, people, people try to analyze these kids' game and, and they miss the intangibles. And you know you what you do is you pick on the one or two things that a kid can't do well but then you forget about the eight things that they do extremely well, and then you forget about whether or not they come out of winning programs. You, you forget about you know whether or not they're a warrior, whether or not they're team players, whether or not they're going to lay it on the line for you. Lucas Martin was a winner, and that's the kind of players that Xavier gets, and they're getting those Louisiana Warriors, and that's why their program for the last 20 years has been really good. In fact, it's been more than 20 years. I think, was it Slick Watts and all of those guys? That kind oh, of boy.
1: Made <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's, you're going back to the early 70s now. So, yep. Yeah, so
2: uh, that's 50 years they've been doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. A special program. They've been that good consistently. And then, of course, before we talk about high school Loyola just having a special season, ranked number two yeah. in the nation, they're 20, 25 and 1, uh, 14 and 1 in the Southern States Conference, and they got a huge game with. A top five school tomorrow night. Stillman College on the road. They just beat them at home in overtime, ninety to eighty-three. So that's going to be a really tough game on the road. But again, what a job Stacey Hollowell's done, and you know what a what a nice team they have when you look at their statistics. I mean, they've got four dudes averaging double figures, and they go eight or nine deep. This is just a really good basketball team.
2: Well, that pro that program, Ken, is is when you know when you hear the statement that it's about the players and it's not about the coach. Well, Stacy has proven all of those people wrong. You know, it is about the coach and it's, and it is about, you know, it's definitely about the players, but it starts with the coach. And uh, it's incredible how he's turned that program around. It is incredible the success that he's had. And I'll be honest with you. I, I watched him as an assistant. I had no idea that he was going to be that successful as a coach. I thought he was a super nice guy. And a lot of times, you know, nice guys are not successful. But yeah. he, he, he was a nice guy. Um, he was a good recruiter. But, but I did not know whether or not he was going to be able to, to, to get the high-level guy and be able to coach him hard. And look, you've got to give him all the credit for that program, mm-hmm. uh, more so than any of the other programs in Louisiana. I mean, it, it's all about the coach at Loyola.
1: Zach Wright's still averaging eighteen point three a game. Brandon Davis at sixteen point two. Then they got Miles Burns at thirteen point eight. Andrew Fava at ten point seven. But they got others as well. You know, Terry Smith averaging eight point seven a game. You know, Josh Leaney right at five a game. Same thing with Zach Muller. Uh, they play Mejia. They play Burgess. I mean, they got a lot of – they got depth. Cameron Dumas as well. You know, so this is a team that has depth. Josh Galloway averaging over five a game. So they go very deep, and they can really come at you in spurts. So turning our attention to high school basketball, it looks pretty clear that locally the best teams are the 4A teams. You know, McMaine's a defending state champion. Carver. I've uh, Lost to them by one point last year. They're loaded this year, and they have a win over McMahon this year. And then Edna Carr, which is a really good basketball team. And beyond that, certainly St. Paul's, which is looking like a number one seed right now. Archbishop Shaw has been really good all year. And then Newman, of course, uh, in Division Three, Look like the, the best teams locally and the teams that have the best chance in the state tournament, right?
2: Yeah, I think you got it right on. I mean, you... you, you obviously there's nobody that knows high school uh sports better than you and uh you you've got it right on i mean it, you, every one of those teams that you've listed is 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 the is, are the front runners or are in contention to uh to win i think uh i think last 30 years 4A has been the most dominant class in basketball i don't think there's any question about it um and I think I think Carver, you know, that, that New Orleans two district uh I think it's gonna be between, you know, Carver and McMaine. And and don't count out Carr because if they get hot, they got the dudes that can get it done. Um and I think in I think in that the private league five A, uh, I think you're right. I think the three teams are, are Saint Paul's, I think it's Scotlandville, and I think it's uh, Shaw. But I think you cannot count out Catholic because on any given night, the way they shoot the three, if they got three dudes that are going to shoot high percentage and they can make 15, 16 threes, then they can beat anybody they play. So I think you're spot on. I don't think there's anybody in, in Newman's, unfortunately, because of the way the LHSA has, has, and our principals across the state have messed up uh uh high school basketball I think Newman's going to walk in in their class it would take a monumental um, upset to beat Newman so I think they're pretty much a lock but I think you're spot on with with the teams that you've mentioned and I think New Orleans I think New Orleans has a really good chance of winning multiple uh state championships this year
1: yeah, I think you're right. Uh, you know, normally country day would be a threat. I wouldn't count them out. They've played a tough schedule. They're not as talented as they've been in years past, but in division four I would not rule them out either. And as far as coaches are concerned, you know, two of the really good young coaches uh, in the in the area, if not in the state, are Stephen Dale at Saint Paul's and Wes Laurendine at Shaw. These are young guys in their thirties that are really good young coaches, aren't they?
2: Yeah, I, 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 you know, I've got an affinity to, uh, Wes and, and I, and I've, you know, five years ago, I said that he was the up and coming, you know, coach. And now it's, you know, it's proven it's, he's starting to prove that out. Um, he's done an incredible job. Uh, St. Paul's has got a, uh, a really good, uh, I think that's two rumble guys, by the way. Um. And I, and I think St. Paul's has been pretty dominant and consistent the last five years. So, you know, both of those coaches have done an incredible job. And, and about Country Day, I, I, I said two weeks ago I thought Country Day would sneak in there and win Division I. Um, I, I, I would not be surprised, even though this may be his, Mike's worst team in the last ten years, You know, some people are saying that they're playing exceptionally well right now. Um, They're overachieving, and they do have a couple of really good players, and then they have a nice team. But I think at the end of the day, you know, Mike's a really good coach. Uh, Two weeks ago, I said, don't be surprised if he doesn't get a state championship this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, they play play a tough schedule, and and they they challenge themselves. And so by the time they get to the playoffs, they're not going to face anybody any better than what they've played. I mean, they... They've played so many tough dudes, and recently they, they got a huge win over Carr. They got a win over Hanville. You know, and that Shaw went over there and beat them double digits over at Country Day, but Shaw's very good. So, look, again, when you play that kind of schedule, uh, it's going to pay off. And I know you've always been a huge believer in that with your teams.
2: Yeah, you know, it, I think you get rewarded. Everybody, you know, a lot of coaches, I think, have it wrong in, in, in Louisiana and other states. They, they always worry about the record. And then what they do is they schedule based upon what they think their talent is. And I think that's just a wrong formula. I think what you have to do is, is you have to challenge your kids. And if you, if you want to win state championships, you've got to go play the very best teams that will play you. You know, unfortunately, if sometimes when you're a lower class team, the higher the higher the really good teams in the higher classes don't want to play. Uh, they don't want to take a chance of, of losing to a lower class team, but you have to put yourself in position for your kids sometimes for your kids to get their brains beat out. Because at the end of the season it pays off and gives you a chance. Like like country day Played car or they're not going to play anybody in their division that's better than car. So so guess what? You can't count country day out. They're in position now to win a state championship strictly because coaching and schedule. And I think country day's got an excellent chance of being rewarded because they were willing to lose some games.
1: He's Timmy Bird, of course, uh, outstanding coach of so many years and. Hopefully we see you doing that again in the future, but if not, enjoy everything you're doing, including doing a game or two with us occasionally, which we enjoy having you, Timmy. We appreciate the time tonight, and hopefully we'll get you out to do a game here in the playoffs. here.
2: Thanks, Ken. you the best.
1: Thank you, Timmy. Appreciate it. Timmy Bird, legendary coach, great friend. We'll take a timeout here. It's 260-1061 to join us when we we'll return following a brief timeout. Zion Williamson, is he going to play this year at all? Christian Clark has a report today on The Advocate about that topic. We'll talk to him when we return momentarily here on All Access on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and at NashFM1061.com.
4: If you were raised up right, right, you're one of us. 106.1, Nash Icon, has Luke Bryan tickets every, every day. Sunrise, sunburn. Luke Bryan at the Smoothie King Center in August And Nash Icon is sending you there Want tickets? A pair could be yours every weekday while you work Get the code to text from Scott Innes Anytime between 10 and 4 When you have it, text it to 68255 Luke Bryan tickets every day Country girls shaking from new orleans country giant 1061 dash icon so you're thinking about a new job better update your resume better text that friend of a friend who works in hr or better idea. You go to thenewmonster.com, peruse millions of jobs, thousands of words of career advice. Now you're not just thinking about a new job. You are applying for it, interviewing for it, bragging before you even get it, investing in
3: khakis. Good for you. Good for the world. Good way to find a new job. Go to thenewmonster.com or download our app today. You know your closet well, but what does it sound like? Yes, your closet. Does it whisper your taste? Does it scream your taste? The new Stitch Fix Freestyle, your personalized store, gets to know your unique style and fit. Its selection transforms to show you only the looks and trends you'll love. With a store that evolves alongside your taste, your closet will scream, so you, without actually screaming. Introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle for women and men, your personalized store. We're so you.
4: Jason Aldean. When lights come Roll Cowboy Tour 2022, presented by Wolf Moon Bourbon. Saturday, September 24th, 7.30 p.m., Smoothie King Center, with Gabby Barrett, and John Morgan, ACM Artist of the Decade, Jason Aldean, on sale Friday, February 18th, at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. to help you one easy call to optima can start the process helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment asset seizure and other aggressive irs actions make today the beginning of your fresh start with the irs call the experts at optima tax relief now for your free confidential consultation call 800-845-8122 800-845-8122 800-845-8122 Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you're looking for a local
1: professional Louisiana contractor who has thousands of squares of material in stock right in our Luling warehouse, you have found him. We can get the material out to the job and we can get the job done. Han Roofing refuses to use the cheapest products they can find. Why would anyone want to shop for the cheapest price for their insurance company? Call Han Roofing today. The number is 504-737-2228.
4: 504-737-2228. Explore Banana Republic Factory with 50% off everything. Shop versatile tops, adventure-ready pants, and more from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.
1: Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana.
4: You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to RapidUrgentCare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you.
0: This report is sponsored by the Ad Council. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. Dance like a
1: dad. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Sponsored by the Ad Council. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The New Orleans Pelicans seemingly were in a good spot. The Memphis Grizzlies were without their star John Morant going into the game on Tuesday night, but elite teams find a way to win. The Grizzlies handled the Pelicans 121-109 at Smoothie King Center for their sixth straight win. Tyus Jones scored a career-high 27 for Memphis. C.J. McCollum was outstanding again for New Orleans with 30 points, 7-6, six boards and two steals. Jonas Valanciunas scored 19, Brandon Ingram 18. The Pelicans will host Dallas Thursday night. Tulane was impressive in a 76 57 victory at USF Tuesday night. Jalen Forbes scored 22 points. Kevin Cross at 19 points and 8 boards. In college baseball, LSU leads the nation with 3 players on the 2022 USA Baseball Golden Spikes Award preseason watch list. Those players are outfielder Dylan Cruz, first baseman Trey Morgan, and infielder Jacob Berry. And in softball, Louisiana Lafayette beat Nichols 10-2. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Hand. Traffic
4: is brought to you by D.A. Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. D.A. Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call D.A. now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com.
0: Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Ken Trahan of crescentcitysports.com and all access on 1061-ICON and at nashfm1061.com. Call
1: 504-260-1061. Pelicans back in action, as you heard, tomorrow night against Dallas at Smoothie King Center. So Luka Doncic in town with the Mavericks, joining us now to talk about the Pelicans, the outstanding columnist or columnist, beat writer for The Advocate. Of course, NOAA.com, Christian Clark. Christian, always a pleasure. And uh, these are interesting times. You know, the trade, I think everybody was happy about it and McCollum's doing everything people thought he would do. Interestingly enough, I don't know if people have paid attention, but Josh Hart's kind of gone off for Portland. But I guess neither of those scenarios should surprise us, right?
5: Yeah, Josh Hart has been playing really well. Uh, I mean, I think for McCollum, you know, four games with the Pelicans, he's pretty much been as good as advertised. I mean, he he didn't have a great game that first one. Um, you know, I think – you could kind of excuse that. I don't think he got a lot of sleep in that one. Like he came in at like twelve thirty the night before it was his first day. He went through a shoot around, um, but you know, really in the three games since then, he's he's been pretty excellent. I mean, man, he his ability to just create and make shots in the half court is really something. I mean, he's just so impressive there.
1: Oh, real look, you knew that coming in. He can play the one. He can play the two. He can create. For himself he can create for others and they haven't had that type of player so that's clearly uh, an upgrade in that regard now in the process they certainly downsized they're small at guard aren't they
5: yeah definitely and you know that's kind of one of the things i was going to keep my eye on when they got McComb. you know who's they going to start at the guard spots? because if you're if you're throwing out Devonte graham and, and cj McComb, you know that's six foot six foot one six foot three that's you know a little bit undersized i think they could struggle defensively at times. I mean that's that's what Coach Willie Green has done so far. Um it's it definitely hasn't helped that you know Devontae Graham is, is is in one of the worst shooting slumps I think of his NBA career. I think he's like two for seventeen in his past three games. Um so he's kind of just going through it right now. And you know, he's a guy who is pretty dependent on just being able to to hit outside shots. I mean I think that's definitely his best skill. So if that's not working for him then you know, he, I think he can kind of struggle. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm curious what they do Thursday in this last game before the All-Star break in terms of the starting lineup. You know, they, they can stick with that Devontae Graham, C.J. McCollum backcourt. They could shift C.J. over to the one and maybe potentially go big with Jackson Hayes and Jonas Valanciunas. You've mm-hmm. got some options at forward, you know, Gary Clark, Tony Snell, if you want to start one of them. Um, but, yeah, a number of things they could do.
1: Yeah, Clark can't score, obviously. Snell is is certainly a reserve player, but Jackson Hayes was flourishing in the four spot as a starter. He had a good game off the bench last night, and now uh, he's back to the bench. And it's been – again, you have to find your best combination. It's not easy. It takes time when you bring in new people. So there's that. Uh, but ultimately, I think they're probably better off playing big, uh, looking at what their personnel is and who their best players are. I just – I think that's probably the route to go. Herb Jones can guard anybody at any spot on the other end of the floor. uh, But in terms of of your best players, it certainly looks to me like their best players would uh, constitute the big lineup.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I think those minutes with Jackson Hayes and Jonas Valanciunas have been really, really interesting. And there are definitely flashes where you're like, oh, man, like they're just putting so much length on the floor and like, Hey, it's not a big deal that Jackson isn't really like much of a three-point shooter because he can take one dribble from the, from you know beyond the arc and just go dunk it, and that kind of mitigates that to some degree. Um, no, I'm definitely intrigued by it. I guess I just haven't I haven't seen it enough so far just to like have any strong takes on it either way. Um, but yeah, I mean Jackson Hayes has definitely you know picked up his play over the past month, and I mean I think him kind of turning things around was. You know, he was potentially a guy who was on the trading block, and uh, you know, playing better I think definitely helped his chances of staying with his team, which he did after the trade deadline.
1: Looks to me like it's been an adjustment for Brandon Ingram too. He's trying to uh, kind of figure it out, deferring a bit to McCollum. Uh, Ingram had become more of a distributor prior to McCollum getting here, letting the game come to him in terms of offense, but creating for others now. It looks like he's deferring a little bit, although he got 17 shots last night. But I would assume, though, this is just a normal process when you have a change like this and you have kind of an alpha dog coming in.
5: Yeah, I think so. I mean, like Brandon Ingram is, I think, always going to be, like his best skill is just going to be like his ability to get tough buckets. I mean, I think he is a scorer. And, I mean, the one thing I give him credit for, I think, is passing and, and his ability to make guys around him better has improved this year but i would say it's more of a just acclimating process alongside McCollum. i mean i thought he was really good in that blowout win over toronto even though he only had 10 points i mean he's only played three quarters he's two assists away from a triple double um and you know i think he really impacted the game on defense he was active in terms of rebounding um and yeah i don't i don't think he you know played particularly well last night um but I'm, I'm with you. It's just kind of one of those things. It'll just, it'll just take a little bit of time to learn each other's games.
1: Now, Junis has been really good, uh, of course, consistently good throughout. Hernan Gomez plays well whenever he gets a chance. Alvarado's kind of toned down a little bit recently. Uh, he plays with energy. Whether that can be sustained and be that good long-term remains to be seen. Uh, and then, of course, we mentioned Herb Jones, and the biggest, the biggest uh, concern, mystery, whatever you want to call it, remains Trey Murphy. And obviously, they thought a lot of him, or they wouldn't have invested in him the way they did. Uh, but Willie Green doesn't trust him to put him out there in any important situations, and he's still still giving those minutes to garrett temple this is a This is a constant conversation on social media on this show and beyond, and it's still the case. I would assume at some point, Trey Murphy's going to get those minutes in times that matter. I say that because why else did you draft him? Why did you think of him as a 3-and-D guy and not use him at all? Understanding he struggled early, but he's had some bright spots in recent times when he has gotten a chance to play.
5: Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I think what's interesting about this is, like, I think Willie Green has shown this year he's not really hesitant to play young guys, you know, necessarily. Like, in the Pelican's second game of the season, he started Herb Jones. I don't think anybody saw that coming. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that was just... To me, that was just like a Willie Green thing, and that's obviously worked out really, really well. I mean, Herb has been one of the Pelicans' most important players this year. You know, Willie has gone to to Jose Alvarado, a backup point guard at times. Alvarado's a two-way player. Um, So he's not, you know, he's not like anti-rookie or anything, but, yeah, for whatever reason, um, you know, Trey Murphy, I guess, just hasn't earned that trust yet. And, you know, we only see so much on the – in, you know, when we're in the media, um, I asked Willie after the game last night, said, Hey, look, you guys are in 27th and three point percentage. You shot 4.26 in this game, like, you know, what's keeping Trey out of the lineup? And he just said, Hey, look, we shot 50 percent from the field. It was a pretty, you know, terse answer. Um, so I don't yeah,
1: know, I heard, the I mean, answer. Sure I heard it yeah.
5: going on, but yeah, I mean, it's just he just hasn't earned that trust yet.
1: Yeah, I heard, I heard your question and I heard the answer, and I found that to be pretty interesting. Uh, translation. Uh, we don't trust him at this point. I think that's all you can say. But at some point, uh, considering the investment that was made, uh, certainly that's the case. And I know people will point to the summer league, and my answer is always the same: pay little or no attention to that. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it it just doesn't mean anything. I'm sorry, but you know that that's all it is is a chance to get familiar with with uh, maybe a few other players and a coach and get indoctrinated. That's all it is. All right, so you, you you had a story regarding Zion Williamson today. Uh, just explain what what it is that you said since so many people are commenting on it.
2: Yeah,
5: I mean, it was a, a story that ran in yesterday's paper, basically just looking at, hey, look, in 2019, the Pelicans and the Grizzlies got the number one and the number two picks in the, in the draft. And, you know, they're both small market southern teams. It was kind of looked at at the time as basically – you know, the Pelicans uh, struck gold and, and the Grizzlies kind of got the consolation prize. Well, it's kind of worked out the opposite way so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zion just can't get on the court. I mean, John Morant is kind of everything you want in a franchise player. And he's, you know, I know he didn't play last night, but he's been able to stay pretty much relatively healthy. And, uh, you know, I'm just wondering what the heck is going on with Zion because, um, you know, he had this, he flew to Los Angeles to have this injection to promote healing in his foot in December. At the time, the team said, hey, look, in four to six weeks, we'll give you another update. Uh, you know we have essentially closing in on nine weeks without a really firm update. I mean, mm-hmm. I, Zion, David Griffin said a few days ago, Zion's supposed to have another round of medical imaging. Maybe we hear something after that. Um, and, you know, I think Zion has gotten a number of, of opinions from medical experts, um, and you know, I, I reported in an article like there's a possibility that that he could have the second surgery. Nothing has been decided yet. Um, so I mean, I you know, Diane and his camp are the ones who make the final decision. I guess we'll see what they decide.
1: Yeah, I mean, NBA history, uh, we've seen Rick Smits. We've seen Bill Walton. We've seen Sam Bowie, guys that had foot problems early on and that never really were able to to get over that. And it just kind of ruined their careers. So it's a real concern, and in particular with the body frame that Zion Williamson has. Clearly, the weight is a concern. The gravity is a concern with how he plays and the stress that's put on the feet. So obviously, those are all issues. And at this point, I'm just thinking he's not going to play this year.
5: Yeah, I wish I could say strongly one way or the other. Um, I mean, I'm not – this is not reporting. This is just my gut feel. I would say no, but I don't know. It's – I mean – it's just been really weird. I mean, there haven't been a lot of updates from Zion and his camp, even when they were in Portland. Um, mm-hmm. You know, team is giving us limited information right now. So, I don't know. I mean, I just keep going back to when he had that injection. He said four to six weeks, and we're at nine weeks. And, mm-hmm. you know, we haven't – I don't think we've still learned a great deal after that. So, man, it's, it's a really strange situation.
1: Yeah, it really started with – with a really bad look for the team uh, in in preseason and training camp, and, and with the misinformation that was provided, and and it's just not gotten any better from there. Part of it is is not their fault because they probably don't really know, but at the same time, uh, there's little information that's being put out there that that leads you to believe anything about him. You know, first of all, he got shipped off to the Northwest for whatever reason, and. You know, people never see him. Pictures surface of him being very heavy. And then, of course, you know, we're encouraged, but we'll have more imaging next week and and then crickets. So who knows? I just think that uh, for people that salivate at the possibility of him being on the floor, uh, you might want to temper that enthusiasm. Just my feeling. So, all good. Of course, the Pelicans and the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow night. Christian will have full coverage for you. Make sure you check him out online and in the hard copy advocate newspaper as well christian listen always appreciate the time thanks so much and and we'll see what they have to offer tomorrow night against donches and company
5: hey thanks for having me on ken
1: you got it christian thank you that's christian clark of the advocate if you'd like to join us it's 504-260-1061 that's 260-1061 to participate we'll take a time out here We'll get you caught up on the latest on the Saints, among other things, when we return in a moment here with All Access for a Wednesday night on 106.1 FM NASH Icon and at NASHFM1061.com. Are you in the market for a new job? Are you in the market for a new job? We can help! Attend
4: Cumulus Media's Virtual Job Fair going on now! See open positions at Los Efe's Grill, GT Automotive, Silver Slipper Casino, Priority Healthcare, Antoine's Bakery, Rizzuto's, Rapid Urgent Care, and the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. Go to NashFM1061.com and click on Cumulus New Orleans Job Fair.
3: It's Mardi Gras season, and there has never been a better time to buy the Harley-Davidson of your dreams. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in home Louisiana has over 100 Harleys available and is part of the largest Harley-Davidson dealer group in Louisiana, with three stores and growing. 100% Louisiana-owned and operated. Zydeco Harley-Davidson is now offering Warranty Forever. That's right. Warranty Forever is a powertrain warranty that covers all the internally lubricated parts for as long as you own the motorcycle and available on any new or used Harley-Davidson 2017 model or newer. And of course, you have to do all the manufacturer's required maintenance and services at the right intervals to keep the coverage in force. Zydeco State of the Art Service Center is available to take care of all those maintenance needs as well as style and performance upgrades. This February only, at Zydeco Harley received 15% off any Stage 1 through 4 performance upgrade. Our Motor Clothes Department has added over $100,000 of the newest riding gear, helmets, gloves, boots, and Oakley eyewear to our showroom. Follow us on Facebook and online at ZydecoHD.com. Take the ride down the bayou, Zydeco Harley Davidson in Oma, Louisiana. This is
1: Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air
0: Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously, and that means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks,
4: they've got a replacement ready. So never wait, never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you.
0: This report is sponsored by the Ad Council. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. Dance like a
4: dad. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Sponsored by the Ad Council. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine and whereyat.com with your weekend picks for 1061 Nash Icon. Do you like nature? Then don't miss Eagle Expo in Morgan City this weekend with boat trips to view eagles, photo workshops, and more. Next, it's carnival time. So don't miss the three-roll carnival this Sunday at Three Roll Distilling in Baton Rouge with brass bands, food trucks, and more. For more info on what to do this weekend, log on to Wariat.com and click on the community calendar. And be sure to pick up the new Mardi Gras issue of Wariat Magazine in locations all over town.
3: Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
4: Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com.
0: This is where you get all access. Not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 106.1 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com.
1: The New Orleans Saints continue their search. Dennis Allen looking for coordinators and the most recent news regarding that is that he has interviewed former Washington head coach Jay Gruden for his job as offensive coordinator. Gruden, of course, most recently with the Jacksonville Jaguars, but prior to that, the head coach, of the Washington football team for five years. So Jake Gruden under consideration for the head coaching position, not the head coaching position, but the offensive coordinator's position with the New Orleans Saints. And the news for Alvin Kamara doesn't get any better. Two more have been arrested in Las Vegas in connection with the alleged battery that occurred in which Kamara was arrested himself previously. Darren Young and Percy Harris were booked on suspicion of conspiracy to commit battery, and battery resulting in bodily harm. Both have posted bail, and Kamara previously charged in the case as well. He released on his own recognizance, having paid bail, of course. And then the four men that were alleged to have been involved in the battery on the early hours of February 5th reportedly stomped on the victim, up to 23 times and punched him as many as nine times. And the victim suffered a fractured bone in his eye socket, according to the incident report filed by the Las Vegas police. There's another person that is expected to be charged as well that has not been charged as of yet. So again, we wait to see what transpires, but more news, certainly not good news, regarding Alvin Camara. Back with a final word the latest on recruiting in Arch Manning when we continue in a moment here on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com.
4: I need postcards printed and designed. Oh, in a targeted direct mail campaign. It's possible at staples i need my presentation printed bound and perfect also possible with staples print big promise your small business marketing will make a big impact and right now get 20 percent off custom printed signs banners and posters when you spend 75 dollars or more Explore what's new at Staples, the working and learning store. Ends 226. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. We've
3: got a party of 10 coming in and we need to flip those two tables. Leah's restaurant is fully booked night after night. Section 3 is still behind. She no longer has reservations about finally finding a hostess. Why doesn't 23 have menus? Oh, in my hand. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed, you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com/credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family.
4: Come on. Rock and Roll Cowboy Tour 2022, presented by Wolf Moon Bourbon. Yes, Saturday, September 24th, 7.30 p.m., Smoothie King Center, with Gabby Barrett and, and John Morgan. If I didn't love you, ACM Artist of the Decade, Jason Aldean. Let's get this it's my kind of on sale Friday, February 18th at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly
0: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-216-9922. That's 1-800-216-9922. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-216-9922. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquo.com slash commercials.
4: Who brought the sauce? I
3: brought the sauce. Who
4: made the sauce?
3: I made the sauce. What's in the sauce? I am the sauce. Who
4: brought the sauce? <laughs> Spilled the sauce? Quick! The quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. Who brought the sauce? I brought the
3: sauce. Who made the sauce? I made the sauce. What's in the sauce? I am the sauce.
4: Who brought the sauce? Okay. Bounty, the quicker picker upper.
0: Always welcoming intelligent points of view whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Ken Trahan on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504 260 1061
1: as we close things out tonight arch manning rated the number one prospect in the country for the class of 2023 has now added two schools to his list of prospective schools where he will attend college those two schools he's added florida and lsu 24 7 sports confirming that today through cooper manning his father the other schools that previously were announced that he's considering